views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. Welcome to the Viral Vigil, ABF's twice-a-month podcast update of noteworthy topics for the greater church in the areas of culture, health, science, religion, or politics. The Viral Vigil is an external ministry of Aletheia Bible Fellowship of Portland, Oregon, and a member of their Vigilance Radio Network, a part of Vigilance.blog, ABF's web portal that provides helpful and interesting resources for the church, local and at large. If you're interested in today's topics or just staying relevant, go ahead and check out the Eyes Open tab at Vigilance.blog. Hello, guys. Viral Vigil's back! Woo! Yes! One second. My favorite air horn. (laughs) We get to hear it again. That's exciting. So you may asking, who am I? I am Heidi Parker, deacon here at Aletheia Bible Fellowship, and also the director of external ministries. And we still have Jasmine over here. Hello. Yes. So let's see about me. First date questions. (laughs) <laughs> I, I like puzzles. I'm energetic. I say excited a lot. I'm very similar to very Jasmine true. in that way. Very true. I like to encourage people. And yeah, I get excited about everything. So if I say excited, it'll be... You, you know, know why. You just get to know me. Yeah. So uh, let's get going with the show. All righty. So Bible Virgil has gone, undergone a bit of a reformat. Mm-hmm. Jasmine here has handed over the hosting responsibilities to me and the responsibility to give bad jokes is what she told me. So, but um, tis, I need that sound effect. Yes. Take yes. a mental note, Heidi, for the next one. Well, anytime I give a bad joke, you have to have that sound effect now. I know. For now, it'll just be air horns, but we'll get we'll get the drum the drum uh, thing next time. Sounds good. So Jasmine will be our sound tech, our social media tech, and my co-host. Some things will stay the same. For instance, we'll be talking about what's going on mm-hmm. around the world, what's trending, how to view them from a perspective, and why that matters. Christian perspective, that is. And it's all about how we are to wade through the information, the ocean that's going on. And you're pressing my computer. What's <laughs> Something is not muted, and something is Facebook message. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. So basically, we want to keep our flames strong, and yes, I feel like when I think of our vigil, I get this mental picture of like guards up on the castle wall, like <laughs> holding their flames out and ready to like attack. Uh, what do you think, Jasmine? Vow vigil. I think of just having a resource that we're able to talk about these things and, you know, give insight to A, what our perspective is, and B, what other people's perspective should be in the realm of Christ. Exactly. And definitely topics that are, you know, trending or cool. I don't know. <laughs> right? And there's so many things out there. So many things to talk about. So today we're going to talk about some big things, huge things to talk about. Um, we're going to start with what's trending. And right now what's trending is this whole Facebook thing with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> yep. So we're going to post a couple articles that we read up on. First off, I was like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> what, what is this whole trial? You know, you got to need, you need to know, like, you know, what's, what's going on with that? Why is he even, um, I say trial, but it's more like he's testifying, right? He's giving information. Talking to your mic, Heidi. I am trying. <laughs> I'm trying to do that. My first time here, so. All right. Well, the articles should be getting posted now. Jasmine's going to do that in comments so you guys can see what we're talking about, but. Zuckerberg, he was asked um, how 87 million Facebook users' personal information was mishandled and shared outside of the Facebook community, and what steps the company plans on taking to avoid having users' data, quote-unquote, scraped or (laughs) scraped from them and used in other ways. So, yeah, thoughts on that? I'm thinking 87 million users want to be connected and have their information. Like, first off, that's a lot of people. That is a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. And we want to be connected, right? So that's our, like, internal, you know, we're created in God's image. We have this 
you know, relationship that we want to have with everyone. And Facebook, first off, not the best way to connect with people, you know, in God's eyes. Yeah, it depends. You know, there's the nice thing about things like Facebook and social media in general is just the fact that we have that opportunity to connect with people, Mm -hmm. you know, across the world because of, you know, the internet. So that is nice. And I think that is helpful but obviously it's nice to you know actually connect to people in in the real world yeah in person yes and talk and chat yeah facebook great resource has a lot of uh you know positive qualities to it but it also it's gonna have some downfalls and it's gonna be a really big ocean of information that people can attack right Mm -hmm. with anything people can attack so um yeah, you're going to have all these things. And then you're going to have the political agenda in there. So people wanting to take that information and run all these ads. There was all the, the situation with the ads on there. Yeah, crazy. Uh, another topic that they were talking about was Facebook needs to identify the source of the political ads and the control of the spread of misinformation. Mm-hmm. Facebook on April 6th announced that they will require buyers of political ads to verify their identity and location. And those who were unable to do so will be prohibited from running political ads. Uh, what? They didn't <laughs> have to do that in the first place? Oh, yeah, I'm just going to start this political ad for fun. Yeah. yeah, you mean... Okay, so here's my thought on that. <laughs> they didn't have to verify their identif- identity. Catfishing is literally a thing <laughs> in America. You're going to catfish with some political ads. America just got catfished. That's what I got, right? Right. We basically had the <laughs> Russians. That's our tagline. America got catfished. Right. I feel like that should be out there somewhere. Well, we got now. duped into these relationships <laughs> on Facebook with fake profiles. We knew it was a thing. <laughs> we were the ones that just got catfished. Yep. So, yeah, and it's a global platform. Yeah. It's crazy. So Facebook's response. Uh, these steps, well, this is Zuckerberg's own words. These steps by themselves won't stop all people trying to, to game the system. So they're going to take steps to avoid that, right? And he was saying, but it will make it a lot harder for anyone to do what the Russians did during the 2016 election and use fake accounts and pages to run ads. So they're going to, yeah basically put into place that they're going to, uh, you know, have them verify their identity, do these things, mm-hmm. and but that's not going to stop all the people trying to game the system. It's what their own uh, creator is saying. We're dealing with gamers <laughs> of the system. That's literally, like, if you're going to have, you're going to have a, a wealth of information available, you're going to have people attacking that. And how are we going to protect that information? That's what they're trying to ask right now. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm getting over a cold, so I apologize, Jasmine. I'm going to cough. Yeah, she's going to cough on the mic, and yeah. the next person you use is they get sick. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> disinfect this thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Facebook, do they want to make sure things are good? Um, isn't that the standard of how we you should live our lives, right? Using this information for good. But who sets that standard, especially, you know, to the Facebook um, creators and, you know, people that are kind of running that platform? Are they deciding what is good information to have out there? And, yeah, there's a whole whole different idea about <laughs> that, right? We have, our, we have a standard. Christ has a specific standard, and it's, um, you know, nice for us to have that to where we don't have to make it up as we go along. But now Facebook has to deal with what's the standard? What's going to be going on? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's a really interesting situation, especially with the fact that, you know, it's not the first time that a big company has got, undergone, you know, this grilling from Congress. I hear, though, I read today that uh, Zuckerberg earned three... Was it three million or three billion? I think it was three billion dollars while he was <laughs> on working, wow. doing the Congress things, and um, wait, while he was testifying? Yeah, he was those, only, or he was only speaking for like five hours. 
it was two days he did oh, two two, two days, days okay. of five hours and oh each day okay. about 600 questions is what i read as well yeah so it's <laughs> it's become a meme though because well he's sitting on a little booster seat <laughs> he's sitting on his little booster <laughs> yeah. seat he kind of has a couple weird facial expressions and mm-hmm. everyone's like he is a lizard person <laughs> so it's the internet is having fun which is good well i feel for him that's a lot of questions that is a lot of questions but and basically you have this huge you know you've got this product right that he's mm-hmm. put out there and it's grown into a giant global system Mm-hmm. And how are you going to answer for everything that possibly could go wrong with it? Yeah. That'd be really difficult. Difficult job for him. <laughs> and I, I don't imagine creating or, you know, creating this website went into, yeah, several de- years down the road, you know, I'm going to have everyone's information and, you know. Right. <laughs> what, what am I going to do with it? Mm, I don't know. Okay, whatever. You know, it's just, it's got to be an interesting process. And you have the freedom of speech that you have right. to... Yeah, right. what's hate speech? You have to you have to have all those questions either answered or you know put out there as what your stance is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Senator Kennedy on CBS Facetime with the Nation, he was talking about how he doesn't want to hurt Facebook. I don't want to regulate them half to death, but we have a problem. Our prom- pro- promised digital utopia has minefields in it. But my biggest worry with all of this is that the privacy issue and what I call the propagandist issue are both too big for Facebook to fix, and that's the frightening part. Yeah, too big for Facebook. That how many users does Facebook have? Billions. I know. I'm gonna look it up. You should look that up. How many users? Too big for Facebook to fix. Yeah. How can you What's fix bigger a privacy than, issue well, that question. big? What's bigger than Facebook? Mm. I know a guy. <laughs> I can give you his number. <laughs> his name is Christ. Oh, yeah. There's about two right? billion users for Facebook, according to Google. Two billion? It's they're getting on. They're getting close to two billion. That is okay. So then the other thing that I was looking up is that he was saying they were asking him, "Who is your biggest competitor?" Are you a monopoly? <laughs> and he couldn't answer or didn't. He chose not to answer the question. There is no, what is, what is a competitor to 2 billion people, that is 2 billion users on this platform? And, you know, we're using this platform right now. So thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Parker. Mm-hmm. You know that guy. I do know that he guy. He said that. I know her in the comments. He also <laughs> said, hashtag, short people got no reason, dot, dot, dot. So... What does that mean? On the booster seat comments. Oh, gotcha. I'm like, are you calling me short? No. I a, don't have a booster seat. You probably can't I don't see the either. lower part of my body, but I'm not on one. I can it. attest to this. So she doesn't have a booster seat. Neither do I. I do have a giant cup of water, though. Yeah, it's massive. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, so I was going to say, Facebook, thank you for commenting, John, first off. <laughs> Our first comment. Woo! Yes. But you can go ahead and leave your credit card information right down there in the comments. <laughs> and I promise it will be safe. It will be secured. Nobody will scrape that. And take notes. Yeah, that's right. The comment section is probably the most secure thing on Facebook today. <laughs> I know, right? Okay, but going into that, how they scrape some of their data was a quiz oh. that they had on Facebook that the, some of these user, users took. Mm-hmm. But also... If your friend, which Facebook's all about friends, mm-hmm. if a friend took that quiz, then your information might be compromised as well. Wow. And one of the things we're going to do right now is take a quiz. That's you what you do. Are you ready? Yes, exactly. Because I'm ready to take a quiz. So we are going to take a quiz together, and we're going to talk about this quiz, and feel free to take this quiz. But Posting what are the benefits the of taking a quiz on Facebook? Facebook or any other platform. The one we're going to take today is called Which Pop-Tart Are You? See, the good thing about these online quizzes is, you know, before the internet, I might never know truly what kind of Pop-Tart I was. And I can't make that decision on my own. <laughs> I have to take a quiz. It's it's kind of beautiful, really. <laughs> really? Like, first off, I don't even know how many Pop-Tarts there are. Neither do I. So... Why is it important that I know what Pop-Tart I am? Because it informs your life decisions. Like, 
are you going to go for that big promotion? You know, are you going to, what kind of dog are you going to get? Like, who's going to ask me that question? (laughs) No one's going to ask you. So you have to know the type of Pop-Tart because that comes up in every single interview I've been in. Well, first off, they're trying to get you to buy Pop-Tarts. That's what I'm thinking. That's This is an ad of itself, in in and of itself. And these people get, you know, click, either it's clickbaited into it. They get conditioned Mm -hmm. to take these quizzes. But... Yeah, we're going to we're going to take one for you so you don't have to. Actually. But feel free to take it as well because, you know, this is important information that we're learning about ourselves right now. So, if it benefits us, let's see what the <laughs> benefit is. So it says, "Which Pop-Tart are you? Let's play." All so right. it's a game. Let's okay. play. Let's do it. This. One second. All right. Never too much air horn. I know. Keep the air horn going. Uh, first question. What do you do in your free time? And then it gives you some some things here. Okay. Get my nails done. Get my nails done. <coughs> Hang with friends. Watch TV. Play my sport. Do a fun craft. Cook some food. All of these things except for watch TV and get my nails done have exclamation points at the end. That's because they're the most exciting. <laughs> So, all right. So, are you taking it on your I computer? have it on my computer okay, as well. Okay, let's just, yeah, pick yes. our answers, So, right? uh, that's a difficult question. I feel like I could pick any of these except for play my sport and do a fun craft because I don't do either of those things. Mm, I hate cooking food, so there's that. <laughs> we go by elimination, See, right? if I have free time, then I'll do be I like, get, oh, I'm hungry. Time. So, um, hmm. Okay. I probably say hang with friends. That's probably what I do. What are you What are you gonna say? Uh, unfortunately, oh, well, I apparently clicked one, so we're going with watch TV. All right. <laughs> so all I'm right. Go backwards. I feel you know. All right. Where is it? Where's that tab? Are you on to the next one? Okay. What is your dream day? Mm. Dream day. Do we really need to know that about our pop tart? Yes, it's very important. This is very important. All right. Here are the options for it. Mm-hmm. It's Play my sport and win three championships. This is all in one day. Not two or one. Yes. It has you to have be three. Otherwise, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, play golf and then go to a good restaurant because who doesn't do that? Mm. Get my nails, toes, eyelashes, what? hair, and nose done and then go shopping. I think they're trying to tell us something. We need our nails done. That's, That's what I'm hearing. Mention. I mean, I painted my nails the other day, but they're chipping already, so maybe. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Plan and host a super fun party and invite everyone, exclamation point, exclamation Twice. point. Yes. So that's really exciting. That's They're trying to influence you. Mm-hmm. Go to your favorite band's concert and meet them. Or go outside and see a rainbow unicorn. What is a rainbow? A rainbow unicorn, like a rainbow. The unicorn is rainbow color? I'm. It could be anything. You know, it could be your own rainbow <laughs> unicorn. Okay. All right. Well... Why wow. is there not one of these options where it's <laughs> stay inside and take five naps? Because that's what I would choose. It's not your dream day, right? It's not. Because <laughs> it, that would be a literal dream day. But, um, tis. Okay. Well, this is just sad. Let's go with the win three championships because, come on. Sure. Let's do it. Uh, I yeah. What are you going with? I, I think I'm going to go with go outside and see a rainbow unicorn just because that could imply that you're already sleeping so like taking naps that's what i'm gonna choose okay okay go for it next one what color hair i'm guessing this is the color hair that you have yes (laughs) the way they word that is kind of interesting cool color in the rainbow half one color half another color blonde dyed at tips brunette black what right. if you have green hair? Well, that's dyed at tips. Oh, dyed at tips. Okay. You know, ends my hair green. That was easy. That was the easiest question so well, far. This is the easiest question. There we go. Done. All right. Hair. You ready for this question, Heidi? Sure. What's your favorite donut? It's none. Too messy. Other. Chocolate cake. Maple. Maple glazed. Or plain glazed. Or sprinkles all around. This I think is the most relevant question to a Pop-Tart because Pop-Tarts are basically candy for breakfast. Right. Which is basically donuts. So it's connected. I think this is going to 
you know, really be the one that mm-hmm. decides in its algorithm what Pop-Tart I'm going to be. Yep. But I'm gluten-free now, so... Pretend and these are all gluten-free. Before gluten free. that, before that, I would like the just the plain, mm. no added sugar, even though it's all basically that. But I don't like all that frosting or anything else onto it. So just you like the, just basically a sweet bagel? Basically. <laughs> yep. Okay. Well, I never knew that about you. Yes. What about you? Uh, Sprinkles all around. I love sprinkles on donuts. It's noted. One of my first Instagram pictures is a sprinkled donut. So it means a lot to me. So this is truly who you are. Is the donut question? Yeah, that really represents Hmm. everything. So has this benefited us so far? Do we? I've learned a lot. Okay. <laughs> like you don't we're, like real like donuts. Not even half, we're what? Halfway done maybe? Okay. Yeah. We yeah. got 11 questions to figure out what pop tart. It's you a are. serious quiz. <laughs> What's your favorite color is up next? Pink, pink, pink. Blues and golds. Mint green slash lavender. Any sporty colors. What does that even mean? Any cute <laughs> mixtures. And rainbow, duh, is the last one. Well, yeah, that's, I like how they have a very specific list that doesn't have anything like, oh, do you like blue, yellow, green? Yeah, no, it's, you got to pick blue a combination. Is with gold. Yeah. Yeah. So it's difficult because I like the color blue, but then I also like the color green, but I like dark green. So I'm going to go with blues and golds. What about you? That same with me. Nice. Same with me. Oh, there's a microphone. All right. You ready? Ooh. What is your favorite singer slash band? Uh, is it hot guys like Justin Bieber? What? Okay. <laughs> well, this is probably, yeah. Am I? <laughs> 21 Pilots all the way. Chainsmokers, Fall Out Boy, Beyonce, Justin Timberlake, but spelled wrong, Michael Buble, Ariana Grande, or Selena Gomez, Sia, Taylor Swift, or music that's more chill. <laughs> okay, one thing to learn about me, also first big question, I don't know bands very <laughs> well. I do know most of these people, so that's, that's good. good. But I don't know. I'm sort of in the play some music and I'll figure it out type thing. Yeah. But let's go 21 Pilots. I think... My kids really like that one. I just... I am not like a giant... Like none of these selections really, really go to my, my style, so... I don't know if I should pick music that's more chill or the one with Sia in it because, you know, Sia's great. Yeah. Uh, we'll just, I'll just go with, or Beyonce. You have mm. to go a little bit with mm-hmm. Beyonce. Okay. So that's the one I'll choose. All right. All right. Your turn. Uh, Question is... seven. We're almost there, guys. Yes. Big reveal. <laughs> and then we get to find out. Yes. The important question. What I could probably choose on my own. Okay. Which <laughs> is better? Fire or water it's 50 50 this right? is like yeah this is getting this is As really getting to my your head. big cup of water so then there's also the option is it cold water or is it hot water and i'm like does it matter that's another hot question tub, you know what's better i feel like f- water is a little bit more important just because our climate it doesn't get mm-hmm. too cold mm-hmm. so it's kind of important we have a lot of water i'm choosing water i'm going with it yeah i'm gonna go water as well we got the majority of the earth made yeah. up of water. That's a safe bet, you know. We need water to survive, That's our bodies, bet. you know, all of those things. So. All right. <clears throat> so this one, it's got a whole bunch of emojis. What is your, what is always your mood? Always. It's always, <laughs> okay. forever. Laughing 24-7 <clears throat> with the cry face emoji, the laugh cry emoji. Always hungry. Yes. Crying <laughs> is a mood. Somehow a unicorn? What? That's like, how many references to unicorns are there going to be for this Pop-Tart? I don't know. It's There's probably, a lot. It's a, big, it's a big thing in Pop-Tart world. Pop-Tart. <laughs> Pop-Tart world. Yes. Okay. Are you always happy or in love? So you have to pick one of these as your mood, always. Um, I'm going to say always hungry because I feel like that's pretty relevant. I'm going to go always in love with God. There you go. Winner. There you go. <laughs> One. Nice choice, yes. Heidi. Yes. Look at that. Bring it together. Bring it together. All right. Go for it. Next right. question. Question nine. Two more left. Yes. 
okay. after this one. <laughs> so it's a picture of a person holding a bunch of laundry. Nice. What is your favorite thing to wear? Well, we matched today, so we might, you know. Why is gray, gray? not an option on this list? <laughs> you can't see we're wearing brown boots at the same time. We're wearing brown boots, gray yeah. shirts. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing jeans? I'm wearing jeans. Yeah. Oh, it's like the same color as mine. Yes. We didn't we didn't coordinate this at all. Okay. So, <laughs> my favorite rainbow things. I don't even think I own rainbow things, but okay. Jewelry, comfy clothes, Converse, my oh, that's spelled wrong. Homemade <laughs> clay charms. Okay. There's a thing called clay charms. It's a thing. <laughs> and then my sports jersey. Um, so I think I'm going to have to go with comfy clothes even though it's a picture of a onesie because yeah. I literally... And a unicorn again. Where it... it it's a thing, you know? <coughs> and you just got to know. Okay, we're going comfy clothes as well because, yeah, the rest of them... I don't even... <laughs> I wouldn't. They're a little bit too specific. Yeah. All right, you ready? Okay. Favorite place to shop? Is it Walmart, Target, Sports Store, the City Mall... Joanne's or Claire's? All name brand uh, places. So mm-hmm. again, with the ad that they have to <laughs> add in here. So this whole thing is about getting you to just condition your mind to go places, mm-hmm. be a unicorn, get your nails done. And go to Target. And go to these places, Mostly right? Mostly Target, though. Yeah, so I'm going to cl- randomly pick... No. I'm going to go Target. Yeah, I Target feel like Target. I like to I like to look at Target. I don't necessarily like to buy things from Target, but mm. I like to, to be there almost. But it's just because okay. they're hypnotizing <laughs> me with their bullseye. Yes. Little symbol. Like, come shop here. You can do it. You'll never All right, leave. last question. <laughs> what is your favorite book? Hunger Games, hmm. Harry Potter, book about my favorite sports player, Fable Haven. Never heard of it. Me neither. None of these, with Jackie Chan going, what? Yep, memes. <laughs> and then, ew, books, a little kid. Oh, that's sad. So I'm not educating so, her. <laughs> <laughs> so since the Bible is not on here, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll just have to do none of these. Yeah, I agree. Oh, God, it's calculating mine. Okay, so I took this randomly before we um, did this on air. Uh-huh. And I got... Uh, What's that? Strawberry Pop-Tart? Uh-huh. Wait, why is this not giving... Another ad? Why the heck is I have not ad? been getting any ads this entire time. Well, I just got an ad. Again, it's... T- why take these quizzes? You get an ad, you get things thrown at you but in you the quiz itself. you find out what kind of Pop-Tart you are. Like I think pastry. The, the benefit's not that great. Representation but, of your soul. Oh, I got a different result. Let's what do you get this time? You are a brown sugar Pop-Tart. Yes. You made it. Finally, I, I, I know what I am. All right. Are you ready to find out what kind of Pop-Tart I am? Yes. You'll never guess. I am a rainbow cookie Pop-Tart. I didn't even know that was a thing. How many unicorns did you click on? <laughs> I didn't click on that many unicorns, I think. Okay. But the first one probably sold it when I said a rainbow unicorn. Or the second one where it's talking about your perfect day. Yeah. So that's probably why. Yeah. But what's, what, how does it describe you at the oh, bottom? it has a description? Yeah, it has oh, a little description of why you're the, the cook, the Pop-Tart. You are super low-key. Uh, okay. Basically okay with everything. I, what? I day of just relaxing with your remote is your idea of a perfect day. Under, and then, yeah, the way they wrote this. You are super kind, but love your alone time. Whoever wrote this doesn't know how to spell. It's okay. There's things that are a little bit. They will learn. All right. Mine is, you're o- you are always hyper and love to get a laugh out of people. You have a good sense of humor, which is true, and love to be with your friends, unicorns, and rainbows for life. <laughs> it's like a fortune cookie. It will apply to everyone. The views presented in this program are not meant to express the specific views of the Lafayette Bible Fellowship. You are listening to the Vigilance Radio Network. Just to put it in there that ABF No Way sponsors these quizzes, no nor way. thinks it's relevant that you know what kind of Pop-Tart you are, but we kind of do. 
Okay. Okay. All right. On to the big issue on hand. All right. Moving on. Moving on. We're moving up. We're moving up. We're talking gun control. We're talking school shootings and protests. Yes. I just had to find a reason to use that one, and that was the best one I that had so far. That one's a good one. <laughs> so, what about... I say, how do you even talk about this issue? It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very layered, for sure. Facets to it, yes. But, you know, it is affecting us. We've got a lot of... Um, it's in the media all the time. You have school, you know, protests going on. You've got everyone having an opinion about it. It's all over Facebook. Mm-hmm. How, yeah, how do you talk about it? Um, well, let's start with, I read an article on protesting at schools. Which I will be posting here in a second. Yes. <clears throat> the state in which our nation is, is crazy. Yeah. That's where I'm going. That's for sure. So what this article, you know, we have, unfortunately, sad situation where we have people taking weapons and going into schools and using them. Um, you know, the impact is now that you have to essentially take an, a side on gun control. That's turned into sort of the central issue around it. How are we going to protect children? How are we going to protect ourselves? What are we going to do about guns? And yeah, the students are being asked, well, they're, they're having to be essentially take a side, right? So you mm-hmm. have protests that are happening and either the school um, supports that and uh, allows your freedom of choice or some schools aren't even supporting, you know, they're either writing you up if you go out there and protest or they're, um, you know, taking the opposite approach and mandatory, like having everyone go out. So what do you think, Jasmine? Well, I think it makes less sense for it to be a mandatory thing even so i think some of our our church going high schoolers that we have here mm-hmm. they mentioned i think they mentioned something about a walk like the, their school did a walk out but i don't remember anything but they just were like yeah there that happened and it's like it doesn't mean really much of anything other than oh we're going outside now and we'll go back to classes later okay that's weird like it's kind of disconnected i think when it's made mandatory Mm -hmm. um not that i necessarily think that protesting is the best way to go but then again that's just me you know yeah and walkouts i'm like as much as i don't like the school system i also think that if you're going to be there then you have to commit to that schedule and we're not going to walk out so yeah that's just well you have a system in which children are placed into a structure right you've got schools that have administrators they've got teachers and they're trying to educate and what what's the boundary now on what they're going to educate you on or at what point do opinions and political agenda and everything like how do you address these issues? It has to be addressed, right? right? You have you have students that have emotions, they've got opinions, they're being affected. It's happening in their school, right. in their essential, their home for over, you know, hours hours at a time. Like what they're there like 8 hours a day. That's and a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Yeah. And so how you, I feel like we shouldn't not expect them to have a response. They yeah. should have a voice in this, but when you're asking them to make a decision on it and you're asking them to formulate an opinion without a full understanding of the issue and not being briefed and debriefed and being able to have a conversation with the with the teachers like what is that you're you're not and like you're separating out religion from schools how do you fully understand what's happening when you take god out of the equation yeah. i it's not possible in my opinion it's not possible you can't you know, get down to the root of the issue. So I got a couple quotes here from the article that was being read. Mm -hmm. So this person is saying, I need to make sure that I don't impose my views about guns on my students who should always remain free to decide this issue on their own. This is uh, apparently an educator. Mm -hmm. And yeah, this idea of freedom of, you know, 
forming an opinion, not having a political agenda or a, a religious view come into the school system. It's how is that possible? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because just in general, like have, trying to do that, it's kind of impossible, really, because mm-hmm. no matter what you say, it's just kind of your opinions come from who you are. I'm not talking to my mic. I'm being a bad example for you. I'm sorry. I'm trying. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Talking to the mic. Um, but basically your opinions, they come from the mindset that you already have. You have that bias. You're always going to have that bias against, you know, determined by your religion. You're always mm-hmm. going to have, or influenced by your religion, I should say. You're always going to have, you know, you know, whether you like guns, whether you're not, that's going to come through regardless. Like, it's not really going to work that way. And it, that's oh. not how he, people work. Like, they're not meant to be segmented to in that way. separate things out. And that's the thing. It's like we're, they're screaming. This, this issue is not only, like, affecting, like, literally lives mm-hmm. and hitting people to the core. I mean, how can you not have an emotional response to those things and be, you know, have those normal emotions, fears, you know, being scared of yeah. those things and you know, saddened, um, confused, all of those things. And you aren't able to fully examine that with people and with the people that you're going through it with, with your classmates, with your, with your educators and, you know, having the parents be involved in that. It's just, it's a, it's a big issue. Mm-hmm. So another quote is you can't teach people how to discuss a question if it's already been answered. And that kind of indoctrination harms all of us, no matter what we think about guns. Hmm. That's an interesting one. Um, yeah, schools are a place where there is no total truth, where there is no right or wrong answer, right? Mm-hmm. Or correct. <laughs> right. It, there's, it depends what part of school we're talking about. Right. And that's the other thing. I read this, well, separate article mm-hmm. I didn't send with you. But yeah, and how you have like, the facts side of things you have math and sciences they can come up with an actual answer and it's going to be defended and there's a truth there but then the social sciences and the you know everything else is sort of debating whether or not you can actually come up with a a total truth here and it needs to be separate or it needs to be unified we have a a unity but yeah there's definitely laws that go on now that we're having to they're protesting against they're trying to to speak and have their voices heard but yeah thoughts on what age is too young to make a decision and to protest because it's hitting elementary schools yeah that's interesting i think it's difficult to give a specific age because everyone's mind works differently and everyone Mm -hmm. has a certain maturity at a different age like it's more, what type of person should we be letting, you know, make decisions on, tr- or what age should that be? What age are people capable? Like, what mature, mature minds? It's a age? mental. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mental ma- maturity. Yeah. It's a, it's an interesting uh, situation that we're placing our ch- our children in, basically, that they're that their voices need to be heard, they need to be debriefed and briefed with, you know, with their entire system, and it's not working in unity, and we're taking out God in that. I think that the the school system, you know, like, it doesn't fully take into picture, ev- take into the account the picture of everything. It's taking out family, uh, families just being attacked left and right. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Ah, I don't know. There's a lot to this subject. Yeah, it's, it's, like I said when we first started, it's really layered. There's a lot of different things to it. First of all, it's, you know, the gun debate is happening in all areas of life, like whether people, well, in America right now. In Britain, it's knives, or in the UK, it's knives. But in America, it's, it's the gun control issue. And it's just another, you know, pro and con situation with this adding on top of it because we do have that thing where that is happening in our schools to our children and that's you know that's not okay Mm -hmm. like 
we shouldn't let our children be in situations where that's an issue like mm-hmm. oh let's just hope no one brings a gun to school today ha 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 that's that's just not not a great idea right it's like we're trying to have the security for our children and that's what you know people want they want to know that their children are going to be safe but then we have you know this issue it's definitely feeding the debate and i feel like it's more like a more trending topic recently just because 2018 has been unfortunately very rich with this type of violence and it's Mm -hmm. really sad yeah and yeah like we we need to be talking we need to have these discussions um who has the burden and responsibility to protect these children and protect the school system um the parents the school the legislation Mm -hmm. the answers all of them right right and they need to be working together but i think it definitely starts with the family yeah you have you know we are placed into a family as you know we're born into a family we're born under the protection of our parents and as children we learn and grow from those who are older and mature and you know want us to be better than them hopefully and grow up so when that family's attacked and degraded pulled apart and not supported, uh, the children are going to be suffering in this equation, right? They're going to be asked to make decisions and speak out uh, on things that they shouldn't have the burden of making decisions on. That should be in the, you know, we should be making uh, better choices as adults, as legislators, um, to protect them. So, yeah, there's a lot of people that are thinking, like, it's not about the guns, it's about the people. And it it is. It's about those decisions that people are going to make. And, you know, you look past the thing that they're using. Um, but at a certain point, I think that gun control is wise. You have uh, a weapon, something that they can take that mm-hmm. can do a lot of harm when their mental state and if they're not being um, properly brought up in a in a good environment then they're going to do something drastic and something widespread so i think some gun control you know like controlling the thing that we have uh created as humans right Mm -hmm. and being responsible with it is important part of that process yeah the only issue is it's like if not guns then i mean the nice yeah it's it's just people have found so many ways to hurt other people and it's like I said earlier, very sad. But if it's not going to be guns, like guns are the most easily accessible, I think. And that's probably why it's such a big problem with that in particular, because, you know, it's just kind of easy to get a gun and easy to do a lot of damage with that. Yeah. And that's the thing. You're not going to, well, it would be a difficult thing to take away something that has already been distributed, right? It's Mm -hmm. already out there. But making things a little bit harder to attain, um, not so automatic, like, you know, you're talking about using a weapon to hunt and kill and do those things. Well, even if, I don't know, going out into nature and, like, having the skill to actually, you know, like, hunt a deer or hunt Mm -hmm. a bird and use something that's not as um, just destructive right away and and automatic we like talk about our microwave society right we always Mm -hmm. want things right away and yeah i don't know that that's the best approach when it comes to weapons like Mm -hmm. having so many things available to yeah to just people to kind of get very fast but yeah and it's also really sad because a lot of people i mean to be honest, like the Christian consensus in America is a very interesting one because it's mostly like there's a lot of like education that needs to be had for people, which is part of the reason like yeah, we do the VR on the VRN why we do what we do is because we want people to be educated and mm-hmm. grounded in that education. But um everyone's just like, Oh, but this is, you know, this is persecution, this is taking away my what second amendment rights yeah like this is my 
I need to fight back against this. This is wrong. But then if you look at the biblical example, mm -hmm. Christ wasn't like, oh, yes, we can't kill me because that would be illegal. That would be bad. He doesn't, I mean, as much as we should, I guess, abide by the rules that we set for ourselves, if nothing else, that's that it shouldn't be the standpoint for things. And I don't think that equates to persecution either. Hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I think that we have a responsibility to stand by the laws of this country. And, mm -hmm. you know, as Christians, we... <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> we do have to, um, you know, stay with those rules and those those laws that are put into place. But I think at a certain point, if it goes against who God is, like if we're asked to do something, you know, sinful against God, then we can stand up. But, um, you know, working to change and control some of the behaviors that are being misused, like things being misused, I think is, oh. is important to, you know, help advocate for change in that way. But it doesn't change the heart of the matter when you take away the gun. It's not going to change the heart of that person that mm. is wanting to do the act, right? So I would say they're still going to want to, you know, even if you take away drugs or you take away those things, like they're still going to want that. They're going to want to, um, you know, like essentially disassociate from their life or if they're yeah. doing drugs, or if they're going to get a weapon, they're going to take a, a knife up or they're going to do something like we need to change the heart of that person mm -hmm. and that's not going to that's um, more difficult to do right and you slow down that process right you take away the gun so they can't harm other people but as quickly you still yeah ev yeah eventually <laughs> they need to um you know we hope to change the heart of of that individual mm -hmm. like yeah so i would say you know yes gun control to some extent is is wise i think that uh, you know, taking that sweeping stance of just let's get rid of everything is not wise. <laughs> I think that that is going to be, um, you know, not looking at the full heart of the matter and going down to the person behind it, the intelligent life form and mm -hmm. the human that we need to be um, addressing yeah. why their heart is the way they are. Yeah, it's more of, it's really more of a people problem than a gun problem because obviously... Mm -hmm. Like we said, like we, sorry, my phone is on vibrate and it wants to make noise. But um, what was I saying? It's more of a people problem and that's a way more difficult problem to solve because, you know, it's easy. It's easy to be like, oh, yes, restriction, restriction, restriction. That's going to solve right. all our problems. But right, like if someone wants something bad enough, they can mm. make it happen. As, like it's not like the criminals are going to like – People like people doing illegal activity aren't going to be like, oh, that's a law, so I can't do that anymore. That's right. It's, it's I mean, murder literally with Cain and Abel. Like yeah, the, <laughs> right after Adam and Eve in the garden, they're eating the fruit. You know, the next generation murdered like brothers. You know, murdered mm -hmm. each like one murdered the other. So and that was out of anger. Uh, that anger got you know out of control, controlled him. And, you know, the issue was with his creator. And if you don't talk about the issues between the, you know, the people and their creator, mm -hmm. if you're taking that out of the school system, if you're taking that out of society, you're not going to get to the heart of the matter. That We have to start with that. Yeah. So, you know, bring God back. <laughs> <coughs> ah, I was going to chant. Yeah, bring you're, <laughs> you're going to have a strong chant and then just turn into sad coughing. Yeah, and uh, I just think, yeah, we need to protect the students. We absolutely need to be listening to them. They have, uh, you know, a stake in the game. They're emotional and physical. Everything is important to um, be, you know, mindful about. Like, we have a responsibility to them. Mm -hmm. I think that the responsibility is going to include God. It's going to include adding that element into society. And so just speaking out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, tell us your thoughts. Tell us your comments. I don't know if anyone's been commenting if we've got people on there, but... Apparently your husband is a s'mores Pop-Tart. 
s'mores or he said s'mores pop tarts for life so maybe he's just saying that he likes those ones i was assuming that he took the quiz but yeah we haven't had pop tarts in a long time i like years one when i yeah like it's been a long time if i was going to choose my own pop tart let me tell you (laughs) what was it the strawberry pop tart Mm -hmm. what i originally got on a random click of the of the quiz Mm -hmm. that's actually the one that i would i would go with yeah yeah but tell us your thoughts comment on the viral vigil post in between these episodes we're going to be back yes we're actually going to be back and we have a schedule part of my schedule i'm also the vigilance radio network manager and part of my push was to make sure that everyone has a schedule so that at the the end of the episode we can tell you we will see you again and we can tell you when so We will be doing every other Thursday at 3 o'clock. Uh, I think our next, next episode... Next April 26th, 3 yeah. o'clock. Yep. Yes, April 26th. That's that's the time that we're doing it. So April 26th, 3 o'clock. <coughs> um, I don't think we figured out what we're talking about for that one yet because, you know, trending topics. Yeah, yeah, especially especially what's viral and trending. Um, but we will comment if you have a thought or something about this episode we will you know retouch on that topic so absolutely please give us your information or yeah enter in your stuff yeah the Facebook like we said earlier (laughs) yeah um (coughs) definitely we'd love to see your comments we love you know audience participation please let us know if you take the quiz and you know what pop tart you are I'm looking for my fellow rainbow cookie pop tart people in the world um, and how many people, you know, clicked on unicorn like that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then we need to tune into Culture Insanity. We like our brother and sister shows. We love them for sure. Uh, tune into Truth Time with Pastor Monty. That should be next Wednesday at around eleven, I think. Okay. Cross examination. Oh my goodness! I'm so excited for cross examination. <laughs> It is happening April 29th at Good Roots, which right. is actually down the street from my house. Nice. In the Milwaukee area. It's going to be about heaven and hell. That's fun. So if you have questions, send anybody. them to the cross-examination Facebook page, which we'll post on this Social Facebook media. Page. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and then just follow us on our social media. We have a Facebook and a Twitter so far. And we're going to start an Instagram, we right? We are. Because... Okay. That's the cool but thing. We need the competitors of Facebook to, you know, really step up. So. Step up their game. <laughs> With air horns. But we will say, most importantly, we want you to stay vigilant, people. Yes. And listen to the Vile Vigil next time. Yep. See you then. All right. Have a good day.